The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning and happy Friday. It is, uh, it's July. It's the 22nd. And if we just hold on, wait, let me find the time here. Oh Let's gosh. have a couple. Wait, where's the time? Look at the time Oh, over look here. at that. It's 530 right now. <laughs> Woo, we're right on time. That's a Friday moment. There you go. <laughs> um, I got boosted yesterday. Ooh. Ooh, boosted like on Facebook? No, my car. No, uh, my arm. I got uh, I got my fourth my fourth uh, shot in my arm. Look at you! Good yeah. job. How you feeling today? Uh, well, I remember from the past times not to nap. Like usually, you get the shot and then I would go home and nap. Yeah. Uh, not to nap on my boosted arm because I would always wake up with like a dead arm. <laughs> and so I'm feeling great. I feel, I've been really fortunate. Like I know a lot of times like other people are just like the next day they might just be like, oh yeah, I'm kind of feeling a little a little tired or uh, a little under the weather or something. And then they're good two days following. Yeah. I have, I've been so fortunate. Like my immune system is just like top notch. I have just been great every single time and like I feel great right now except like I can uh the top half of like my bicep kind of I can, uh, is sore but that's that's on par. You are very lucky cuz when I've gotten boosted my uh I've gotten like the chills the next afternoon and just like felt pretty ill but still felt like it was a very worthwhile experience. Yeah, I was going to say like I got really sleepy but that's just casual for me in the afternoon. Okay. I'm always sleepy in the afternoon. You're always I'm like, sleepy oh, the all shot. the time. Put me to sleep. <laughs> oh. A few months ago, someone was writing an article about the region and they asked me just a couple questions about what was going on up here. Oh, humble big Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. I had all but forgotten about it until the other day. Major Hollywood move. No. Forgetting about it. <laughs> it was just a couple questions. It okay. wasn't anything crazy. All right. yeah. um, but the other day they wanted to like put my little my face beside what I said. Wow. And so they asked for a photo of me. Wow. But it was like, hey, we've been trying to get a hold of you for months for this photo and like you haven't responded. And I was like, what? what that do you is mean? so Hollywood of you. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just so busy. Sorry. Their emails were going to my junk. I wasn't too busy to Oh, respond. you're sending them Did to you? your junk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not too big for my britches. Stop this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it turns out like it's actually really hard to send a photo with high resolution through email. Oh, um, they had other accounts that were like, "Oh, you can't send a, a photo with more than twenty megabytes or something like that." And like all photos now are like four. I only prefer my photos in HD because I'm Hollywood. No, I, they asked for high resolution, Sean. <laughs> anyway, I was trying to send them a couple options. Like, Don't you like, dare print my face in pixelated SD. They asked for. It. <laughs> So it's like, here's summer Steph, here's Steph in natural light, here's Steph in regular light. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But I did, I was trying to send them four different options of like further away and close up for whatever yeah. worked for them. Yeah. Anyway, I was like very deep into this frustrating, how am I going to get this sent to them when they mm -hmm. just have these email addresses to send to and I don't have Dropbox, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When Lita comes around Your the personal corner. personal assistant. No. <laughs> Sean, you're making this sound so bad. Lita comes around the corner and she's like, is there a reason why somebody's texting the studio text line and asking for pictures of you? Oh. And I was like, what? And I had this like full on panic, like, oh my gosh, that's so awful. And then I realized I was literally fulfilling this request. 
of the person asking for pictures. On the surface, pictures. though, that is very creepy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she could have worded it differently. I think she did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it very much worked because it was the person whose emails were going to my junk trying to find another line of communication. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I need a fake name and I need to move. <laughs> for further for further uh, business, you can just contact me to get in touch with Steph, and then I will figure it out from there. Thank you so much, personal assistant. <laughs> and I appreciate you. <laughs> this is nothing new, but I'm done with Meta and everything that falls under the brand. You've been done with Meta slash Facebook and Instagram since I met you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's very accurate. Uh, Meta, Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, Creator Studio. All of it's garbage. It's trash. I'm done. <laughs> well, pff, I'm not done. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not done because work. Because social media. Because you got to stay on top of the trend. That's right. <laughs> okay, for instance, Instagram is just rolling out uh, a new a new layout, a new beta form of mm-hmm. the platform. Your um, Elliot trailer got it a couple days ago and you showed me it. Yeah, my camper is always like the first to get the new <laughs> stuff. It's like they trial run with it and then they're like, okay, everybody else can have it. Yeah, so that was like three days ago. Yesterday, they rolled it out to me. And then I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I didn't know. Like, it's trying to be TikTok, but more confusing. TikTok is basics. It's down to the bare bones. It's hard to mess up on TikTok. You, you just can't. And then, and then, so Instagram's trying to do that because probably TikTok's way more popular right yeah. now. And so Instagram's like, let's be like them, but we have more following, kind of thing. So maybe we can kind of take over. Well, no, it sucks. And so I'm done with it. I do find that annoying about Instagram is that they're always trying to be a different app. And you're like, I have Instagram because I like Instagram. But I you like make pictures. me not like it by the amount of times that you change things. Like, I got Instagram back in 2011 for the photo editing. I didn't even know it was a social platform. I was just like, <laughs> look at this cool filter I can put on this photo. Now filters have a whole new meaning. And it's like, look at how big my lips can be. Crazy. <laughs> the next is Messenger. Now, the problem I have with Messenger is I have this notification for the past week. I'm pretty sure it came on Sunday, maybe Monday, and it just won't go away. It says I, it has a red flag, a one red flag, and I cannot stand that. That just gets on my nerves. And so I have gone through my entire list. I have gone through my conversations on Facebook back to like 2007, oh looking gosh. for what conversation did I leave open that I need to read. I have gone into my private message request from like the bot over in who knows where messaging me, asked me if I want to donate $50. I have gone through everything. My marketplace. I have gone through everything. I have written a verbal. I have written warnings or whatever to Facebook saying, get rid of this notification because it's driving me wild. I can tell, Sean. Wow. All right. I think we can play another song. You need to calm down. I think birthday cards or any kind of cards sent in the mail is one of like the most thoughtful things. Okay just makes me feel so loved and i got three birthday cards in the mail this year almost fun do you usually get cards i usually get two one from my in-laws and one from my parents okay but yeah, there yeah. was an extra one this year fun from my friend Ange. oh Ange. i know shout right? out Ange. so thoughtful um and i read it it was such a beautiful little little note of happy birthday and wishing me a, a great year and then at the bottom it said, um, oh, P.S., plant this card. It's wildfires, wildflower seeds. <laughs> There's instructions on the back. 
And then I read it and it was like, oh, this is cool paper. You just plant it in the ground and all of a sudden these different types of flowers show up. Really neat. But I felt so special about this card. I have no intention of putting it anywhere but in my special card box. Stop it. (laughs) This is the perfect card. This is literally the perfect card. This is her telling you it's okay to throw this out. No, but... Yes. Throw it out. You're a throw out carder. 100% Hundred percent, like the next day. <laughs> no. Why not? What's the difference between the next day and a, a week later? Why would you throw it out? It's so thoughtful. It's such a nice little keepsake. Because I don't. I'm not a hoarder. I don't. I'm not a hoarder. I just have a rubber made full of every card I've ever received in my life. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. See, this is her telling you it's okay. It is okay to throw the card away and turn it into something beautiful. I love it. This is genius. I think I'm going to have to take a picture of the front and of the middle and of the back. Frame it. Print it out and reassemble the card on regular paper (laughs) so that I can plant this card. Whatever makes you happy over there. Happy belated birthday. (laughs) Throw the card away. (laughs) I've been dealing with this uh, rogue unread conversation on my Facebook Messenger for about a week now. And dealing with it is hardly the answer that's true because (laughs) you... You've been complaining about it. You've been freaking out. You've been like, I can't even look at my phone because it has a one on the messenger app and I can't figure out how to get rid of it. I'm not the only one, though. I finally (laughs) asked for the public's opinion. I posted it over on our socials and our Facebook. It blew up already like 50 comments already. A lot of people are like following because I'm going through the same right now. Uh, Here are some of the (laughs) solutions. Okay. Okay. Amanda says to log into the Web page, not on your phone. Check the messages there should clear everything everything off it didn't okay so another Thanks, person Amanda. yeah no, no dice blaine said mine just magically went away after a week and, but I it's d- been a week and i've been listening to you complain for a week <laughs> so sorry blaine no dice <laughs> tiffany said check message request done that no uh, dice tiffany jen said you have to do it from a computer go to your messages and then go to other messages and then you will find it in there somewhere you had already done that nope hasn't done that and they should Probably a marketplace message or something I can only ever find from the computer and not the phone. Oh. That led me somewhere. That one. Now, I've gone through all my marketplace messages on my phone, clicked Mm -hmm. on, even though they said they were all read, still clicked on them and exit. Click on exit. Click on exit. Like 50 of them. Wasted so much time. (laughs) It was still there on my phone, but I have a revelation here. Yeah. I went to my marketplace messages on a PC. Oh. Click off, click off, click off, click 50 times, go back to my phone, the red notification's gone. Oh my goodness. Who gave you this suggestion? We need to Jen give them. Asti. Jen, thank you so Love much. You. Giant Love shout you. out to you and to my ears. You no longer have to hear Sean <laughs> complain about this. Uh, Steph, picture this. Your husband out of town doing something. Rocking out at a concert. I don't know. Okay. He's doing something. He's not here. Not here. You're solo, okay? And you don't want to make dinner. Uh, let's say you have a gift card somewhere, okay? Mm-hmm. Gift card requires that you dine in. Are you solo dining or are you uh, not solo dining? Not solo dining. Why not? I don't like sitting by myself in a restaurant. Unless I'm in an airport. It's a no-go for me. Really? Yeah. Like I feel awkward and I feel like my phone and I are having dinner together, not... Me by myself. <laughs> I did this the other day. Wow. The exact uh, situation. I had a gift card. It was expiring at the end of July. And I just went solo dining. And I enjoy it. I've done it for the past like five years when I moved away from my home to start my radio journey. And I've just lived like 
alone away from everyone that I know and there's just nights where I just go for like a pint and a meal and the thing about solo dining that I think I like the best yeah is it's so quick you're in and out of the restaurant in like 30 minutes yeah but is that the point if you're going out for dinner that you want to be quick well I'm not making dinner I'll tell you that much okay someone else is making it for me I get served it's service is incredible because you're by yourself you get your drink really quick you get your meal really quick because it's only one to make and you don't have to wait on other meals to be made just in and out and then it's great so you're all for this even though you've lived here over a year now and you do have friends like me you could have called me i would have come out for dinner with you (laughs) um but instead you were like you know what i'd rather do go out for dinner with myself it was an on time like we have weird hours where it was after my nap and then so uh, I, I finished up and then it was around like 3.30, like 4 oh. o'clock. It's like no one's eating dinner. That's like the odd time where no one's like in a restaurant. There's things called afternoon snacks though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My afternoon snack was a giant burger, a poutine, and a beer. <laughs> wow. Go big or go home. Have you heard of the great re-evaluation? Nope. It sounds very deep. (laughs) You've probably heard of it in other terms, but now that's what they're calling it is the great reevaluation. And basically, um, during the pandemic, a lot of people reevaluated their lives. Oh, they made a term for it. Yeah, they made a term for, (laughs) I don't like uh, the way my life is going. I'm going to make a change. It's like the pandemic version of a midlife crisis almost. Yes, but worldwide. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, some people just said like, all right, this is my plight in life. I now sit on my couch and and stream Netflix all the time. And other people said, oh, I'm really bored. I think I'll pick up a new hobby that's now turned into their small business. That's now turned into something crazy. Yeah. I was just visiting a friend last week who was uh, just trying to do a good deed and help people deliver groceries during it um, in Slave Lake and they didn't have a delivery service. Now he's got five trucks and seven employees as a a good deed that turned into a a full-on business model. Yeah, I have a couple friends who like got into pottery a little bit, making different types of pottery and whatnot and now they're in like all the craft shows and all the markets and everything just because they had so much time on their hands. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, So basically they've they've coined this term called the great reevaluation and it's people reevaluating their lives and then changing things. And so one thing is a lot of people decided that their nine to five job that actually was nine to 8 p.m. and and taking them away from their families and mm-hmm. things like that wasn't working for them. So they're saying like a lot of people quit their jobs during the pandemic and made this big life change or they realized they didn't actually like the person that they were living with. And so they closed off yeah. that relationship and stuff like that. And it's called the great reevaluation, looking at your life and saying, is this really how I want to spend the hours on earth that yeah. I have? Well, I'm, I'm a prime example of one of the parts you said there. I was living eight hours away from my girlfriend and it, during the pandemic, and I needed to get closer. Yeah. And she's in Edmonton. I was in Prince George. Both provinces had different restrictions in place, and it was just two different lives, and it was just hard to live. And then so that's why I made the trek over here and to get a little closer. Well, I'm so glad you did. I'm <laughs> thankful to wake up with you every morning, I am Sean. a statistic of the great reevaluation. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's Steph and Sean from Mixed Mornings. Two special guests joining us today. Jessica Aquila Zimmerman and Aina O'Dowd. Now, y'all are joining us from L.A., and you're coming up to Wood Buffalo for a very special event. Yeah. (laughs) 
So we are going to be teaching an intensive. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's running August 12th to 14th, and you're pairing up with our local theater Swamp Rat experience. For what I'm seeing here is a weekend acting intensive. Like, how would you describe that? It is uh, intense. It is. <laughs> I had to. It's in the name. It yeah. is in the name. Um, so essentially what it is, is it's a weekend long scene study class. Um, and the reason it's called an intensive is because it's so concentrated in what we would normally do over the course of five, six weeks. Usually mm-hmm. for our classes, it is concentrated into uh, one and two days. Yeah. So you can choose to take a one day um, version of the course or a two-day version of the course where uh, you prepare your scene, you read your script, we send you back with notes, we adjust the scene, we ask you things about your backstory, mm-hmm. you know, help you develop your character, and then you come back the next day and work on the same scene again, just like you would for rehearsal, um, for theater, TV, film, all of that beautiful stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty much that. It's taking... Almost as the the idea of theater practice, so you take that rehearsal time and as much as you can, and then put it into film and TV uh, amount of time, uh, which is often, nothing, often less than nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's we come from a, a couple of different schools of thought on acting and performance. Predominantly, it's uh, Stella Adler and Michael Chekhov, which are all imagination based, uh, and they're amazing. So anybody listening, go read books. <laughs> find anything you can on these two amazing, amazing individuals. But um, through that, it's just a particularly different way of working that might um, inspire a lot of young actors, a lot of even experienced actors to look at the work a little bit differently. If I had to summarize it, and I know we've been talking for a long time, and I'm sure you have more questions. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> this, is, yeah. I, this is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You're getting you're getting a firsthand experience. Um, but if I could summarize it, it is scene study and character development applied practically. Wow, that was a quick summary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can cut out the rest of it and just do that. If you want. Now, if you are picturing uh, somebody showing up to this class, who are you hoping attends? Who is this class for? Honestly, anyone. Uh, anybody who feels like you know acting is something that they want to explore, acting is something that they is in their blood. To to quote uh, Mozart in the Jungle, which is an amazing show that everyone should watch. Um, but it, you are ridiculous. I I am. It's <laughs> early in the morning and I'm making my first cup of coffee, so this is it for me. Um, but yeah, it's. We, we tend to aim for people who, you know, they, they want to really pursue this as a career. But yes. honestly, in our experience, we found it's, it's quite open. We, in our current run of classes, we have one student who um, has just started acting. Yeah. Um, she just caught the bug. Yeah. And she's, she's incredibly inspired. She yeah. feels like this is something she wants to do, but it was never something she gave herself permission she to, to explore. Do. Yeah. And she's actually, students like that are actually more inspiring mm-hmm. and more, and they work harder. It can actually. be. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead. So it's, it, that's, we're kind of open to anybody. Um, honestly, the, the main thing is just somebody who really wants to learn. And, and that's, that's it for us. If we find somebody who just really wants to push themselves and explore something new in this craft. And work. Do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's the working actor, but it's also somebody who is dipping their toe. Yeah. And then let's say the whole thing wraps up. What do you hope uh, people who attend this take away from it? 
Oh, tools, techniques, tools. I cut you off. I'm sorry, oh, Anna. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he took a big old breath, and then I went and said something. <laughs> <laughs> we do that to Sean and I all the time. <laughs> this is you're getting a little taste of what it what it feels like in class (laughs) but um yeah yeah definitely tools definitely techniques um something to start you know when you're staring at that blank page of um of you know the the quote-unquote homework you need to do when breaking down a script analyzing a text Mm -hmm. creating a character this will give you starting points tools, um, guidelines, technique. Um, Ana said earlier uh, about uh, Stella Adler, Michael Chekhov. Um, We have some kind of buzz names, books for the actor to get started, to take away from, to continue their training, whatever level they're at. Um, we, We teach, one of the biggest things we teach actually is the five principles of backstory, um, I might be getting way too detailed yeah. in this, and it's giving me a face, but I think there is... <laughs> now we're just getting into the workshop. I know. Now it's just the workshop. But, now we're getting but, it for free uh, right here. We tricked you into it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't tell you what they are. How about that? Oh, oh no, we got to come for the five principles. <laughs> <laughs> so what's day two like? What do you do on day two? <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Oh my God! No, we are actually good at this. I promise. No, but we um, day two. <laughs> um, day one is introducing everything that I'm rambling on about now, and then day two is is applying it. <laughs> oh, you guys are amazing. Yeah. This might be my favorite interview ever. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> wow. My Irish citizen really wants to say I'm, I'm very sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Not at all. This is incredible. Um, but yeah, no, and that's but that's exactly it because this should be fun. This should be, yeah. you know, exciting and, and off the cuff and and yeah, and yeah. and people should come away with a sense of play as well. You know, if I can be really sappy, um, but but like that's what this. Is Ana always says this, and I'm stealing this. Do you want to say it? Oh, can I? Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it, I always say it's because there are often so many students who get so in their head about this work. I always remind them that it's called a, a play. <laughs> like it's a screenplay or it's a theater play, but one way or another, it's a play. And so we have to, within that, just play and have fun. I mean, you. It's, it is hard work, don't get me wrong. There is a lot of work you have to do, but at the same time, you need to approach it with joy and with play. It's the only way that really you can make these characters come to life. We're playing pretend. Exactly. We're making believe. Yeah. yeah. In a really real way. In a really real way. So uh, there's a beautiful quote, uh, Meisner quote, um, uh, that I'm, oh, which I'm going to totally butcher because oh, yeah, it's yeah. eight in the morning where we are. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> um, um, it is finding truth uh, in imaginary circumstances or being truthful under imaginary circumstances. That one, that one's closer. Is that one closer? <laughs> I'm so sorry to all my Meisner heads. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's all very, very beautifully said. And like like Aina said, like there's a lot of hard work that goes in between it all. But the, at the end of the day, you have to remember why you're doing it in the first place. And it's mm-hmm. to have fun and like, you're passionate about it. And just, just like kind of like let go and, and be yourself. 
Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, why go into this if you, you know, white knuckle through it, yeah. you know, if you're if you're trying to grasp at this like pressureful, you know, thing. We have too much of that. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, and the best part about how we teach and how we approach it, because it's all through imagination and for the character, you can let go and be the character. You don't even need to worry about yourself because yeah. right. it's always about the character. Um, which is such like a wonderful exploration in the other and an empathy and imagination and not to get too serious at, at this time in the morning, but I think that's something important for all of us right now in our, in the current world is a little bit more empathy and understanding of uh, the backstory. Oh my God. I was thinking about this yesterday. Like the, if we all understood each other's backstory and where each other's coming from and why we do certain things and what makes us tick, I think it would be a better world. Amen, and that's amen. the closest to a political thing we're getting. At. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's about character. It's what yeah. you do for a character. <laughs> really cool. You guys are amazing. Yes. I mean, obviously, this has been so much fun. And if you want to go and have more fun with these two, uh, register for their workshop. It's coming up in August. Yay. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.